This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 409 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are Equestrian Collections and Dr. Rose's Remedies. Coming up on this week's show, we have Emma Klugman. She is the Junior Traveling Journalist Award winner at the AHP show I was uh, at this weekend. We'll talk about that. She is also working student for show jumper and eventer Marilyn Little. So we're going to hear about what that's like, too. And then uh, we have our listener of the week, Hillary Borneman. She's coming on today to talk about her life. Plus, we have our first auditor review of a product in the horselovers.com reviews of the Kensington Roustabout English Carryall Bag. Why do these names always so long in these products we're reviewing? I don't know. I, the, because they're very specialized <laughs> these days. So that's you coming have up to make today. the distinction. <laughs> Lots of guests. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the stable, it's every week. They'll bring you the news through hell, hot water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop Cause it's time again for Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop Stable Scoop This is Glenda Geek And this is Helena B And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show On the Horse Radio Network Well howdy Helena Howdy Glenn, I have a first for you today What, what? This is the first time, maybe the second time, but the first time in a long time, that I have been prepared to record the show before we started recording. No. <laughs> this yep. whole podcasting thing, you're getting good at it after nine years now. You really do need to. Well, I'm, I'm starting to make some of my own mistakes, and there's no faster way to get efficient and learn than to make some of the bigger mistakes in this industry. <laughs> I am so glad you started your own show. You appreciate us more now. You have no idea. <laughs> You know, people that have one show say to Jennifer and I all the time, how do you do 15 a week? We, we just don't get how you do 15 a week. And I don't really know how we do 15 a week either, to be honest. Uh, well. <laughs> we just well, got efficient. You know, We've gotten efficient. That's the. Jennifer thing. is one of the most efficient people I know. And yes. you're one of the most determined people. That's I right. Know, I'm so. not efficient in any way, shape or form, but Put I'm determined. <laughs> Put those two things together and you've got 15 shows. I was at the uh, American Horse Publications Conference over the weekend, which is all horse journalists. And they have a junior division of that. And they give out an award for, uh, I have to ask her exactly what the award is. But I, I, I managed to sit beside Emma at lunch the one day and we got talking. And she's also a working student for Marilyn Little, who everybody knows as being one of the top uh, venters and show jumpers in the country. So I thought we'd have her on and talk, one, about her journalistic career, and two, about what it's like to be a working student for Marilyn Little. And that's coming up right now. Well, hi, Emma. Welcome to the show, and congratulations. Thank you so much. Well, now, I what was the award you won? I think I got it wrong when I introduced you. So the award that I won was called the AHP Student Award. Um, AHP stands for American Horse Publications, which is an organization that brings together 
um, a lot of equine journalists and the whole industry of publications in the equine industry. So there was a conference in Orlando, Florida this past week um, that I attended, and it was a great networking event and learning event. So I was uh, thrilled to win the award. Yeah, well, you should be because you had some stiff competition, and congratulations. (laughs) Now, have you written for any magazines? Who have you written for? Yeah, so um, about this time last year, I started writing for a a fairly new site called Eventing Connect, um, which is... Uh, a global eventing site that was started by some Canadians and publishes a lot of interesting articles, um, timeless articles uh, that are instructive, fun. Um, a lot of them are humorous and we cater to also a global audience. So uh, it's been great fun working for them. And it was sort of my first formal writing gig. So um, Tracy and Sable Geisler are, are great people and, um, were pretty generous bringing me on as sort of a wide-eyed 17-year-old last year um, who wanted to write about horses. So I've had a lot of fun with them and um, continuing to try to develop my my voice uh, in my writing and, you know, just writing about horses and eventing and um, pony club as well because I'm also a pony clubber. Well, apparently you did pretty well at it. <laughs> <laughs> so. You have you been, did you, have you always been inspired to write about horses or do you write about other things um, as well? Yeah. So, you know, I had sort of a fascination with words from a very young age. I was always a bookworm and, you know, loved poetry and loved short stories and novels and all of that. And I, I sort of am still quite a nerd, but I, uh, I, lo- I always loved English. It was always my favorite class in school. And and sort of, um, I, I realized that I could align my, my love for this sport of eventing and for horses in general with um, something that I'm, I'm fairly good at. So I started thinking about um, writing about horses and, and that industry. And, you know, I didn't really know that, that such, a, such a big audience was at hand. Um, and so I was lucky to sort of start reading a few publications and then... Um, thinking about who I wanted to write for and, and what I could do with it. So, yeah, I guess I started, I started writing about, um, you know, when I, when I could start spelling, but, uh, I've, I've tried to develop my, my voice and, and my style over the years. And it's definitely, you know, still coming. It's something that I try to do, um, regularly. I, I ride a lot of horses and I teach and, and play the piano and do some other things. So I can't always write every day. I'm not as religious about it as I would like to be, but I I am still trying to, um, you know, perfect the craft and it's something I love doing. So, Well, and part of the reason she can't, Helena, is because she has this little gig over the summer here. Uh, tell us about your working student position. Sure. So um, about two months ago, I uh, started on the Raylan Farms team with Marilyn Little, who is um, a fabulous horsewoman and rider. Uh, she was a show jumper until about five or six years ago and then decided to try her hand at eventing and has since uh, dominated that world as well. And, you know, I've been working student before for various people and I love, you know, the opportunity to learn from anyone, especially in 
in such a top caliber barn as, as Raylan. Um, her horses are, are just of unbelievable quality and, um, she's meticulous with them, with all their care, um, and is, you know, and a, a really kind and, and funny woman. So I've been, you know, I've only been there for two months and I've, I've learned probably as much as some people would learn in a few years. So I'm, I'm really, really lucky to be there. Um, and to, you know, to be benefiting from the, from the generosity of Marilyn, but also of Lynn, her mother, who, um, helps manage the, the barn and, um, yeah, get to ride some, some really fabulous horses. So it's quite fun. Um, and then obviously if you know that the working student agreement that most people have, uh, you know, you get, you usually get lessons in exchange for your work. So she's, Marilyn's also been helping me with my own horses. I have two, um, intermediate event horses, um, that have really, um, come along very well in the past eight weeks with her help. Um, one of them in particular was quite a, quite a pathetic show jumper and now jumps clear around. So, um, yeah, it's been great. She's been a huge influence on me just in a, a short time, and I, um, I'm looking forward to the future. Now, is your working student gig with Maryland, is it all cleaning stalls, or do you get to ride her horses? <laughs> you know? Yeah, actually, you know, I'm, I'm pretty lucky in that respect. I don't have to do too much too much cleaning stalls. I, uh, I Yeah, I get to ride quite a bit, and I get to sort of help with some of the, some of the management and, you know, um, you know, keeping an eye on all the horses she's got, I think over 25 horses there from sort of youngsters up to the Grand Prix and four-star horses. So, um, you know, all of them are treated like Kings and Queens as they should be. And, and, uh, you know, we make sure everyone's on board. All the horses are, are getting the care they need and, um, yeah, getting a lot of riding in too. So it's, it's super. Not to mention the experiences that you'll be gathering and how that'll translate into what you write in the future. You're just sort of exactly, developing this yeah. body of of passion and experience and knowledge that I think, you know, you might sit down one day and go, holy cow, how am I going to, how am I going to take all of this and compartmentalize <laughs> know, it into something that... I'm going to write a whole, that, whole book. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. No, so, I totally agree. So, you know agree. what? Keep a little journal. Keep something somewhere handy where you can jot down a thought and you'll be surprised yeah. at how the words will come. Um, the thought will just sort of be, um, it'll be like the key that unlocks the entire experience. And, but you know, you right. don't have to yeah, about- I, I definitely agree. My, and you know, the book's called my book? amazing summer. Look, I already named it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, both Lynn and Marilyn are just so experienced. Um, people and competitors. Are they still working with the O'Connors? Do the O'Connors still involved? Uh, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, so, so, uh, it's, it's, it's really fabulous. And they you know, they're just fountains of knowledge. You just, um, you just try to, you know, uh, soak up every bit of, um, information you can get and they have, they have so much experience and, are just well, really wonderful horse people. Emma, I um, have to care, know. Care I so have to know. I have to know. Have you ridden any of the four-star <laughs> horses on the cross-country yet? <laughs> on the cross-country? Or anywhere. Um, yeah, I have ridden some of the some of the good ones. For and? Sure. How was um, how that? That's got to be really cool. And i got to say, I was smiling from ear to ear. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're... Um, they're they're just such athletes and, um, you know, you feel, 
you feel very, very fortunate to, to be able to just sit on them. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm incredibly lucky to, uh, to have the, have the experience with them and the opportunity. Uh, they've been really, really generous with their time and, and their horses, like, you know, um, allowing me to, to learn from not only from Marilyn and Lynn, but also from the horses themselves. They're, they're sort of, uh, teachers in themselves. So it's been great. Well, Emma, if people want to see your articles, where do they go? Um, so they'll, they should go to eventingconnect.today, which is the Eventing Connect site. And um, if you, I'll probably, I think I have an article on the homepage right now. I have a working student series. I also, uh, if you click on my name, like my byline, then you can see all the articles that I've written for them. And uh, yeah. That's how you can read some of my work, and I'm always happy to, you know, try new things as well. So I, I may um, in the future start writing um, for a few different places, ex- especially after I've uh, networked with a lot of people at, at this AHP conference and been able to, you know, see the wider world of equine publishing, which I wasn't, uh, you know, entirely sure existed in such a, a vast way before I before last week. So, yeah. And she learned a little bit about how journalists like to drink when they go to conventions. So. <laughs> right. right. They get a little rowdy. <laughs> well, but, you know, uh, we're no, behind our desks. All, we're behind our desks all the time. And, you know, they let us out once a year. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it was good to see you, Emma. And good luck with your journalism career, with college, with everything you have going on. Thanks so much, Glenn. All right. Take care. See ya. Well, that was so nice of Emma to join us. We appreciate Obviously, she's excited about her award. She gets to travel all this year, too, to different places, to different publications, and see how they run their operations. She gets to go to one of the printing printing places that prints one of the big magazines in the horse world and see how they do the printing side of things. She'll get to go to... She gets to go to Louisville, to the uh, Kentucky... or. Yeah, to the Kentucky Derby Museum at Churchill Downs. She gets to do all kinds of cool stuff uh, for winning this award. So good for her. I'm glad she did. And and all the kids that were there, the juniors that were there uh, that were competing for the award were all super nice and very polite and introduced themselves. I was very impressed. Well, another place I'm very impressed with is Equestrian Collections. Always. Yeah. They never let us down. I know. And I talked to the people at Equestrian Collections, and I told them, you know, your commercial's coming up next week. And it is the 4th of July coming up, too. So I want you to do something special. I want you to create a page that shows all the American-made products. And fortunately, they had them categorized, and they were able to create these pages of all the horse stuff, clothing and and barn supplies, whatever, that are made in the United States. And they made this link, and it's equestriancollections.com slash USA. And if you go there, Helena, you're going to see there's a couple categories of products. But I was shocked at the amount of stuff still made. It made me feel good, the amount of stuff still made in the United States. It made me feel really good. I was like, oh, here's a nice little page. And then I scrolled down to the bottom and I thought, and I saw the, you know, the the page forward buttons. I thought, oh, there's 10 more pages of this stuff. And you know, you go go to uh, the barn supplies, there's thousands of products on, on, you know, clothing, there's there's hundreds, but the other category, there's like thousands. I I forget that Toclat, all their products are made in the United States. I always forget that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know what I was surprised to find? 
and I, 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 I don't know why I didn't realize this, but I didn't, that the Tory leather products are made in the United States from tote bags to belts and um, all kinds of leather and strap goods. That's made right here in the U.S. I, I'm like super excited because I'm a little bit of a leather freak, you know. That's right. Well, and you know, too, a lot of the uh, animal products, uh, you know, most of the animal products, supplements and things like that are made in the United States. Um, you, there's a lot of gifty stuff, a lot of barn stuff, boots, all different kinds of stuff. I was surprised. Yeah. Well, you, I'm, a little, I'm, I'm a little worried now that I know that the Tory leather and, and actually the Perry's leather collection, that is also made in the United States. And I, this girl needs a new pair of spur straps. Well, there you so go. <laughs> I need to go check some of those out. Well, you know, we, we all want to support stuff that's still made in the United States. And, and I was flattered to see that there's that much of it from brushes to supplements to leather products to saddle pads of all Equifit. All of their stuff's made in the United States. Can I States. just stop you for a minute? Yeah. I need to stop you for a minute. You do this to me every episode. You know that? What, what are you going to buy now? Yeah. You do this to me every episode. You're like, oh, we're going to do blah, 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 blah. We're going to talk to this person, that person. And then here I am minding my own business, trying to be a good host, right? And you go, go check out Equestrian Collections. (laughs) And then I do what I'm told because I'm a good doobie. And then you go, well, look at this product, look at that product. And next thing I know, I'm shopping around secretly. I put my mic on mute. I'm looking for my she American Express too. card. I know every time we're talking about something, she disappears that she's buying something. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't do that to me. <laughs> well, all the done finer products, we can't forget that. They, they're all made in the U.S. too. So I have, well, now that you're shopping anyway, I have an offer for you, okay? Okay. <laughs> you might as well get, like you might as well get free shipping. Inspiration. So what's happening now is you use promo code HRN when you're at equestriancollections.com. Uh, it's good for basic shipping within the United States on orders $75 and up. So if your order is over $75, you get uh, free shipping on orders uh over $75, and it's valid until July the 22nd. So another month from okay. today. Uh, it, the It's still good, and the offer's still there. Check it out. Now, that's good, not just for the stuff made in the USA, but any product on EquestrianCollections.com, which has the whole universe of shopping at your fingertips at EquestrianCollections.com. Coming up next, we have our Listener of the Week. It is the year of the listener. And now, our Stable Scoop listener of the week. Up next, we have Hillary Borneman, a listener who started off at Horse Radio Network with Stable Scoop. <laughs> Welcome, Hillary, to the flagship show. We're happy to have you. Thanks. Happy to be here. It's very funny to be talking to you guys. I've heard your voice for so long, Helena. Oh, God, you poor thing. She doesn't listen to me, obviously. She just listens to you. No, no, but... I listen to everybody, but it's... it's... She tunes me right out, Helena, and she listens oh. to you. Uh, you set you set that up, didn't you? No, I try, you know. Just, out of thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners, one finally really has... is, is a real fan. Well, welcome to the family, Hillary, as you can see. It's... You know, it's baptism by fire here. Um, so you're on the show with Glenn and I, and you're clearly a horse person. Tell us a little bit about your background, how you got started in horses, and and what your life with them is like now. Okay. Well, um, I originally grew up in Texas, and we had lots of areas. So what better thing to do than buy an off-track thoroughbred and 
do something with it. So uh, I had horses as a kid growing up and I did pretty much everything I could that was local and I could trailer to. So hunters, jumpers, uh, lots of like the gaming classes, barrels and things like that. Uh, and then went off to college and kind of realized that horses are very expensive. So I couldn't really keep doing that um, as much as I did. So I tried to take lessons here and there. Um, then I moved out of Texas and found my way up to New Jersey. And uh, now I'm about 20 minutes from New York City. The board is crazy expensive. So I do my best to just kind of take lessons and, and keep as active as I can. Um, I've got a really good trainer who always just finds a way for me to be involved uh, riding a sail horse or a lease horse. Or I don't miss out on much. That's important. And it's easy to miss out on much, especially where you live, because it is crazy expensive. I mean, you're just, you're pretty much New York metropolitan area and you need to have deep pockets to have horses in that down that way. Yeah, I'm not quite there yet. I didn't do it right. I didn't marry a rich man. <laughs> I know. We tell we know everybody, we tell you over and over again, marry a rich I guy. I know. You but we do listen. that, Glenn, and then you we guys, turn them into poor men. You guys put love before wealth. See, all you horse women should do it the other way and then divorce him and keep his money. Oh. <laughs> First for love, then well, for money. Yes. Switch it around. First for money, then for love. That's right. That's right. Oh. I'm sorry. I should have listened. Oh, jeez. Yeah. You've been yeah. listening long enough. You should have known that. What the heck did I, I know? I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, tell us about your horses. I mean, so do you? Your do you? You have one of your own, or you're you're leasing, or you're just catch riding? Um, I was leasing last summer. That opportunity might come up again for me this summer with the horse shows and things that we're just kind of getting out to do now. But um, there are some school horses that I ride regularly. Currently, uh, I've been riding a Cleveland Bay thoroughbred cross named Quest Impossible. And he's awesome. We just started doing uh, eventing and we're going Skinner Novice for the first time this summer. Um, I was a hunter jumper before I made the switch a couple of years ago. So being able to do cross country is really exciting for me. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Glenn. Oh, it's interesting because we just got off the phone with a girl who's, uh, who is a working student for Marilyn little. So there's the ultimate show jumper gone eventer, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you're good company today. Now uh, tell us about what you do for a living and why you moved to New Jersey from Texas. <laughs> well, I ended up in New Jersey because of my husband. He's originally from here, and uh, it just kind of made sense when the jobs lined up that, uh, you know, things just kind of fell together for us. Um, I work for a company that makes parking equipment. So when you have to drive through a sports stadium or an airport and park in the garage, you have to take the ticket and go through the gate. We make all of that stuff. You and, cost uh, me $50 at the hotel over the weekend, by the way. No, 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 not me. <laughs> it's like, it's like when, uh, when you get mad at Boeing for your flight being late, like I'm Boeing, I'm not American Airlines. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's See, I like yeah. she's heard that before, Alina. <laughs> yeah. I like Boeing too. <laughs> yeah. Especially when I'm riding. <laughs> That's funny. So, but yes, kind of, um, but we, we also, the department I'm in uh, is the repair center. So when people do get mad because their fee was $50 and they decide to punch out the screen, 
that's that's me. That's what I get to Does do. Does that happen a lot? And, oh my gosh, you'd have no idea. Um, and wacky stuff too. Like this past winter, Boston with snow, and uh, we had snow plows running over gates, and we've had stuff knocked out by police chases. It's funny. <laughs> But uh, it keeps us in business, so that's fine. <laughs> How many drunks run through those those crossbar things every year? Um, I don't really know how many of them are drunk. I just know what they look like when they come in, and <laughs> bad news. <laughs> so. We've all wanted so, yeah, to do but, it. Uh, but, and two, that you got you got to be honest. We've all wanted to secretly just plow one through one of those things to see what happens. Go right? ahead. If it happens, you'll be like, oh, well, you know, I just made Hillary a few more dollars. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> or am I the only one that secretly wants to drive through one of those things? Hey, Dude, it's all I'm, right. Go for I'm it. I'm going to support the fact that you, you can you can buy this girl's next horse. So, <laughs> I'm at it. Yes. I don't need a GoFundMe. Just go maim your parking equipment. <laughs> So you started out, Hillary, listening to Stable Scoop and Horses in the Morning. What other uh, horse radio network shows do you like to listen to? I really like the eventing show. I really like the dressage radio show. But I try and get everything in there. There's there's a lot. I love that there's a lot. But sometimes I just don't have a long enough commute to get to everything. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> But uh, actually, one of my favorites, and I never thought I would care so much about endurance, but I love Endurance Day. I think Karen Chatton's awesome. Yeah, she is She good. is pretty spectacular. Yeah, she's really good. Uh, and you know what? Nobody has ridden more miles than her. There are very few in this country that have ridden more miles than Karen Chatton. I know. I get tired just listening to her. I know. Me too. <laughs> and you know what? She's that perky at 6 in the morning. It's, it's 6 in the morning where she is and she's that perky. I believe it. I wish I was wired that way, but I'm glad she is. Do you, um, you're also an auditor. What do you like about being an auditor? Um, I really like that whenever there is an improvement to the network in some way, I feel like I got to be a part of that. So when uh, the website gets updated or when you guys get to go to a conference and report back, I feel like my little dribble helps, helps that out quite a bit. And the Facebook page, everybody loves that. Yeah. yeah, you know that's been invaluable to us too. The the auditor Facebook page, which is a private closed group, but it's been invaluable to us. When I was rebuilding the Horse Radio Network website, the main website, we're going to redo all of the. And, and Helena was helping with that too. We're going to redo all of the the individual sites as well over the next month or two here. But I, you guys are the ones that provided the feedback on what worked and what didn't, and you know, and you were you were really what's that called, Helena? When somebody looks over a new site and makes sure it's all working. Uh, there's a name for that. The QA. quality assurance. Yeah, the, quality. Yeah. yeah QA. They were our, the, our auditors were our quality assurance. So that was very. Oh, yeah, cool. they're not shy about it either. No. <laughs> no, worse people are not afraid to tell their opinion. That is for sure. <laughs> right. That's, where's the most adventurous place you've ever ridden a horse? Um, when I was a teenager, I used to go to a camp in the Gila Mountains of New Mexico, and we would go up to all kinds of crazy sites. Like we would go to uh, Native American dwellings that were like in caves. And we would go to, we used to go up to a, these abandoned silver mines all the time. So um, those were pretty awesome. And just to be coming back uh, on the top of Mountain Ridge, watching the sunset was really amazing. So I miss doing that. 
don't get that so much in New York City? <laughs> Not so much, no. no, but I really like seeing all the trees. <laughs> in New Jersey, they have trees, which, you know, in the desert of Texas, I, I wasn't used to that, so... <laughs> there are lots of trees. You know, a lot of people beat on uh, New Jersey, but it is actually a very pretty state. I've been happy so far. That's okay, though. I mean, New Jersey and Texas both have reputations. So I just kind of figure I'm used to it. I can handle it. Yeah. Oh, a New Jersey attitude with a Texas girl with a gun. There we go. We. <laughs> <laughs> there is a combination right there. <laughs> Mix the New Jersey accent and the Texas girl accent. She doesn't have a New Jersey accent. accent. You don't. You don't have either one, actually, too much. No, I'm from West Texas. Oh, yeah, they don't have accents. So, no accents. You miss barbecue, though, don't you? I do, and I miss tacos. (laughs) I miss good tacos. (laughs) They don't make good tacos in New Jersey? Not Not unless I make them. No. (laughs) Unless I make them. Oh, that was such a sad sound. I know, it really was. (laughs) All right, let's do the rapid-fire questions. Helena. Okay. Okay. Are you ready, Hillary? Go for it. What is your favorite food? Uh, Mexican food. (laughs) See, we could tell. I miss it. I miss it terribly. (laughs) This is the other thing. Glenn gets me hooked on shopping, and then our guests get me hooked on On food. food. So not only am I poor, (laughs) but I'm hungry too at the end of every episode. Okay. So (laughs) if you love, well, if you like Mexican, I'm going to guess that you actually have a pretty good palate, pretty broad palate. So tell us what's your least favorite food. That would probably be a toss-up between mushrooms and seafood. Again, mushrooms. Yeah, mushrooms are not doing well on our shows. (laughs) No. The idea of eating a fungus is just like... I don't want to chew on people's toes. I don't want to eat mushroom. It's all the same thing. Grown in horse poop. Let's throw that in. Oh, my goodness. You guys are killing me. So much for being hungry. (laughs) Yeah, the toenail thing kind of did it for me. (laughs) Do you have a favorite professional or celebrity equestrian? Yes. I I really like Greg Best. Um, I used to have all of his videos his training videos from the 80s and I used to watch them over and over and over again and I got to audit a clinic of his a few years ago and I still use those exercises um he's just a phenomenal teacher and he got to ride gem twist I mean how's that not amazing yeah so, no definitely Greg best okay what career other than one with horses and the one you have now with parking equipment would you like to try <laughs> um I'm up for a lot of different things. I wouldn't mind being a chocolate tester for Ghirardelli. Uh, I think <laughs> it would be one. fun to. <laughs> You'd have to work for me. Do you think you could yeah. do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could. We could make that happen. Okay. <laughs> There's lots of perks. That's a first. I never thought about chocolate yeah. tester for Ghirardelli. That's a good job. Yeah. 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 Or she could be. See, this gives me inspiration now for my other show. I could be a yacht tester. I could test <sighs> yachts. There you, you go. Could. Yes. I wouldn't want to test horses because you know oh, what you happens. Oh, you did so well at the yacht. Did you hear last week's episode? She got sick on her last yacht ride. Shut up, Glenn. You can I, test, I know. <laughs> you can test how well you throw up over the side. <laughs> this one's good for throwing up. This one, not so much. This one, well, I wouldn't be throwing up if I was testing chocolate. I might be test. I might throw up if I tested some off-track thoroughbreds that people like. Yeah, to that's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sorry, we got sidetracked there. Um, that's okay. Okay, so chocolate testing. All right. 
then what would you do with a million dollars if you won it and you had to spend it in a week? Spend a million dollars in a week? Yep. Um, let's see here. I would, huh. what I would probably do is go to Australia. I would probably buy myself a few of those off-track thoroughbreds and put them into training and see what happens. And, Why Australia? Uh, you know, I have a thing for Farlap. <laughs> I like Farlap, and I just think the bloodlines <laughs> over there are really unique. And uh, I kind of blame uh, Elisa Wallace a little bit because Simply Priceless is so awesome. So I would kind of want to explore what's out there, too. Oh, very interesting. I like her, Glenn. She's got some interesting <laughs> stuff. Okay. If you, if you could have just one superhero power, what would you choose? I think I would want to be a healer of some sort. And if I was a really good healer, then hopefully that could unlock like a fountain of youth kind of thing. I think that'd be awesome. Oh, it's a little byproduct of the healing. You know, you get like a kickback. Well, if you're really good at it, then, you know, you just take a few years off. I like this. You give a little, you get a little. This She's yeah. a very balanced person. All right. Well, then... <laughs> Then since we're like being all altruistic and goody good, um, the, the horse that you're riding now that you're going to be eventing this year, um, the Cleveland Bay Thoroughbred Cross, which I, I love, what a perfect combination. Yeah. What would you, if you could ask him a question, what would you like to know before you get started full on in your summer season? What would you ask him? I would probably ask him, do I do anything that really impedes you? Could you tell me what it is I'm doing that uh, causes you discomfort or keeps you from doing the job to the best of your ability? What what can I do? I love it. Every single, you know, it's just such a consistent message mm-hmm. among our listeners is just how much they care about um, them, their impact on the horse's comfort. You know, we're so appreciative of what the horses provide for us in terms of entertainment and joy and happiness. And then we just want to make sure that they're okay with that. It's just yeah. such a consistent message. That makes me very me, proud of our listeners too. It makes me very proud to be a horse person. Yeah. You know, there's so many, maybe it is our listeners and they're a subset of the horse world because they're just so nice. I, you know, there's still a lot of people out there who are not very nice. We to haven't horses. talked to all of them yet. So. No, true. <laughs> but almost all of them, Glenn, almost all of them, when we ask this question, have the same response. Yep. They just use, they just they phrase do. it differently. And it, it's such a, a defining co- thought, consideration, you know, among our listeners. And even the New Jersey oh. girls. Yes, we care too. Yeah, we might be tan and have big hair, but we love our horses. (laughs) Hillary, it's great to have you on the show. We appreciate you being here, and thank you so much for being an otter and a listener and for spending so much time with us from way, way back when. Well, thank you. I'm really glad to talk to you guys. Dr. Rose's Remedies Skin Treatment Salve and Spray are 100% all-natural products. They are anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antiviral, and antifungal. Dr. Rose's are made with all human-grade ingredients and are safe and effective for treatment for all manner of cuts and scrapes on your horse. And Dr. Rose's is the must-have product here at the Horse Radio Network headquarters to keep PT Scooter's delicate white pasterns free from dew poisoning and scratches. Ask for Dr. Rose's at your local 
local tax store or feed supplier, or visit them online at drrosesremedies.com. That's drrosesremedies.com. Well, I got to say, Dr. Roses is great for scratches. We now have two horses living in Florida where it's wet all the time, either with rain or dew in the morning. We have two horses with white legs. So now we have a total of eight white legs. And white legs causes scratches. And I'll tell you what, the one thing that really works for us is Dr. Roses. We put it on about once a day. We just we got the squirt bottle of Dr. Roses, which I highly recommend, by the way. It either comes in like a jelly, like a petroleum jelly form or squirt bottle. The squirt bottle is great because if you have something like scratches, you just squirt it on their ankles, you rub it in a little bit, and you're done. Uh, we put it on once a day, and we the scratches are gone. We don't have to worry about them. So if you are also having problems with scratches because it's wet where you are, I know Texas is a, a big thing uh, with the wet this year, get some Dr. Roses, get the spray bottle. It's at most of your major retailers, tack shops, feed stores, or go to drrosesremedies.com and pick one up and uh, you'll love it. It really works great. And now it's time for our Tack and Habit segment. <laughs> This Tack and Habit segment is brought to you by Horselovers.com. Horselovers has been providing all the products for us to test this year from a bunch of different manufacturers. And this is the first one that we have gotten out to our auditors. Our auditors are going to help us do the testing and try the products out. We have Auditor Jill with us. Hi, Jill. Hello, Glenn. Thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate it. Oh, it's my pleasure. Absolutely my pleasure. Thank you for letting me try out the product. I'm it's, very excited. It's hard to... You're a lucky duck. It's super cute. Yeah, she gets to try oh out gosh. free products. I, the auditors I, are hating this. <laughs> oh, it's, I, you know what? I, I, it's really a great product. I It came along at the right time. Well, when perfect. you opened it up, were you like screaming around Christmas. like a little girl? <laughs> A little bit, a little bit. Her husband's like looking confused and asked me if I bought that or if that was a freebie. <laughs> so you had to tone it down a little bit. You know, husbands, did, did, should, husbands should be liking Horse Radio Network right now, especially auditors' husbands, because we're sending you free stuff. So, yeah, but you know what well, happens, Glenn? He, he was hoping you'd send me free board. No, I'm not going to send you free board. That's one thing. <laughs> Horse Lovers hasn't agreed to that yet. So, uh, okay. But we did send you the Kensington Roustabout English Carry-All Bag. Uh, so uh-huh. describe what it is, what it does, and what you've used it for, and the whole story. All right. Um, well, what it is, it's, it's you carry your English boots, your tall boots, and your helmet fits in the case. And the first impression I got when I was opening the box was that this bag had a lot of substance to it. It has about an inch thick padding for protection. The fasteners, zippers, buckles, everything's very sturdy. And the stitching is reinforced throughout the bag. Um, It has a carry strap. So you can take it to your car into the barn fairly easily without in case you have like saddle pad and 20 other things you're carrying with you. Um, I got, I was sent the bright red bag, but I think it comes in green and blue as well. Um, and I've gotten a lot of compliments at the barn on it and everybody's asking me where I got it. And, and I'm able to fit a pair of tall boots pretty comfortably in the boot compartment. And that also has some fabric separating the two boots so that they're not rubbing together and putting extra wear and tear on the leather. Oh, that's cool. Um, the helmet, yes, it's, I love it. I love it. 
Um, the helmet compartment is very roomy. I use a, a 1K Defender Pro helmet, so um, it fits in there with a lot of extra room to spare. So if you got a big old head and get a big old helmet, probably going to fit in there as well. Awesome. Uh, in addition to the uh, other things, you can store um, your crop or your whip on the side, which I love. I can actually fit both of mine. There's like a small little sleeve that you slide them into and a little Velcro strap on the top to keep it from falling off. And my favorite thing about this is that it stands up when, like, I'm sitting on the ground usually when I'm putting my boots on, like, on a little stool, and the bag sits up so it's easy to put your boots in and take it out without having to lay them all over the ground and get them messed up. And So, so it doesn't, it's also, like, flop um, down. It's not flappy. Exactly. And I had, my old bag was like that, and it was getting damaged and wasn't going to last very long. So, like I said, this bag is absolutely perfect perfect if you're on the go the only con i have with this bag is i wish it had like an extra pocket on the side to maybe put my keys or my wallet or even like the bag of carrots that i bring to the barn with me so that it would be the only bag i would need to carry in and otherwise this bag really has everything that you need i mean there's extra room to put your keys and stuff in the helmet bag but you know, it'll slosh around and probably damage your helmet if, you know, your keys are jostling in there. But other than that, I mean, I love the bag and I thank you so much for sending it to me. I can't say enough. Well, after this review, there'll be more stuff coming. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Well, you Maybe know, you can give me something for saddle pads. <laughs> anybody that knows anything about Kensington products knows they're well made and they're going to last. That you know, Kensington yeah. has been known for that, and they Kensington has also made makes a lot of custom stuff. But Helena, if you remember right, the Kensington booth is right by where we set up at, at Ada. I love the Kensington yeah. booth, and we they always do a good all, job all weekend. To, to, <laughs> <laughs> they they always have new products. They're a very innovative company. Well, I'm glad you like this. Now, I am taking a look. If I go to horselovers.com and look uh-huh. at the product, it's $67.50. And would you say it's $67.50 worth? I think it is absolutely worth worth sixty-seven fifty. Just okay. the construction alone. I mean, you get this bag and you look at it and, and it it's definitely worth the money. It's nothing flimsy that you know, you're pulling out of that box. It's It's got definitely some meat to it. And you know, I love it. I love it. I use it every day. <laughs> well, there we go. There, That's a raving review. And you can find it at horselovers.com. Just search for Kensington Roustabout, or if you can't spell that, just search for Kensington Carryall Bag, if you're like me. Um, just search for Kensington Carryall Bag. We'll put a link to it in our show notes as well as on our Facebook page. Thank you so much, Jill, for doing it. And thank you for being an auditor. Hey, thank you so much, Glenn. I enjoy your show. I appreciate all the uh, efforts from horse lovers in Kensington to send these products out to us and let us try them out. Appreciate it. Well, uh, that was a good review. <laughs> that was a great review. I, If I wasn't already excited by the photo of the bag, I'd, I'm excited after a review of it. You know, if you want to also review products for horse lovers and the Horse Radio Network, just become an auditor. It's simple and easy to do. It's for as little as a dollar a month, and a lot of people do do a dollar a month. A lot of people up to $25 a month. It's all what you want to do. Head on over to uh, horseradionetwork.com, and you'll see the auditor link right there on the right. Click on that, and you can sign up and you can become an auditor in that very special Facebook page, the super secret auditor page. And that's where we talk to, we ask questions a lot in there. If we have a guest coming up, we need questions. We ask uh, like tomorrow, we had a guest coming up talking about pre-purchase exams. And I think there's like 50 questions. (laughs) 
fantastic. <laughs> they're very aud- they're very vocal in the auditor's room. Yeah, uh, but are. it's a fun place to be, and you can be there too for as little as a dollar a month. It's kind of like being a member of the Horse Radio Network. So if you enjoy our content, and the other nice thing is, and Helena's seen her paycheck go up every month, haven't you? Because you the uh, the hosts all get fifty percent of the money that comes in gets divided up amongst the full time hosts here of the Horse Radio Network. So Helena sees that every time every time somebody signs up, her paycheck goes up a little bit. So, and I uh, need it. I'm a poor horse girl. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a single mom, poor horse girl. (laughs) So help support Helena become an auditor today. (laughs) Or just send me an email and say nice things. That'll work too. Yeah. She takes any kind of compliment. It doesn't matter. Well, that's it for this week. If you want to see Helena or or hear Helena's other show, where do they go? They can find my new show at thatnewportshow.com. It's a travel and romance lifestyle kind of show. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of crack ups A lot of crack ups And it's kind of squishy. It's kind of got, women are going to love your show because it's kind of romantic. Because It is Newport's super romantic. a romantic place. Uh, it's a really romantic place. It's, it's a great Jennifer place to travel. Jennifer and I did our honeymoon is in Newport. It's, to me, it's the only place a horse person would go and leave their horses behind. So most of us want to take a travel vacation that involves our horses. Well, if you have to take a vacation that does not involve horses, definitely Newport. If I could go back in time, I would love to go back to Newport during the days when it was fierce built and there were no cars and it was all horses and carriages and coat those fancy coaches the rich oh, people gosh. had. Wouldn't it be cool to see some of the rigs and horses they had back then, the Vanderbilts and everybody? It would. You know, there's still very much of Newport is at the end of an island. It's called the Quidnick Island. And there's still a lot of open green space. We have an organization called the Equidnick Land Trust, which has done a great job of preserving those trails you just talked about. And a lot of them go along the water. Very good. That's thatnewportshow.com is where you can find that. And, of course, you can find us at stablescoop.com. Check out the new website at horseradionetwork.com. Let us know what you think. It's a little, we think it's a little easier to get around, a little easier to find things. And we're going to be re- redoing all of the individual show sites as well, making them kind of the same way. So that should, they're, it, it's been modernized after nine years. Uh, it was overdue. <laughs> they're all overdue. We had to. Yeah. We made Glenn do it. Yeah, we were required. Thanks for your help, Alina. I appreciate that. Pleasure. Uh, and many thanks to our sponsors, of course, Horse Lovers, Equestrian Collections, and Dr. Rose's Remedies. That's it, Helena. That was plenty. Gosh, I love our guests, and I love this show. Be sure to log on next week. There will be more. Until then, happy scooping. <laughs>